You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. I'll be sure to take another one today with my very special guest. Um, you probably know her as Samantha LaRusso on Cobra Kai. We had the Cobra Kai guys in a couple weeks ago, and now we have Mary Mauser in studio. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm excited. You're excited? I'm excited because the guys were a riot. I mean, I was telling them, this is like a total, I feel like I'm in a frat house right now. Yeah. And we're just like, we need like a keg of beer. And yeah, I don't even drink beer. you get Sholo and Jacob together and they're insane. And then Tanner's just insane on his own. You put all three together, it's three different kinds of crazy. Oh, yeah. We have a great time on set, though. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Okay, so you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Oh, okay. First one is, where did you grow up and what part of the world are you currently living in now? Um, I grew up in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. That's mm. where I'm originally from. That's where I was born. I lived there full time until I was like five, and that's when I started acting. Um, so then I lived there like part time, and then I guess I grew up in New York and California, and now I'm in full time California. Okay, I like it, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right around the area. I'm uh, actually in the valley. So. Mm. <laughs> It's funny, I, for the longest time, always, or not for the longest time, but like in fifth grade, uh-huh. I always used to think Arkansas and Arkansas, because I used to spell <laughs> it wrong. I used to think there were two different places. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and then, and then one time, I think I was like doing a presentation and then I like realized that like, oh, these aren't two different states that are spelled the same way. That's awesome. Um, no, I mean, I don't know that Arkansas is known for... I, I really don't know what Arkansas is known for, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, there's definitely stuff. I mean, there's like beautiful like mountains and there's like gorgeous places to be there. Um, I'm definitely from like a big small town. Like it's like a bigger city, but it's like very like small town mentality kind of the way yeah. I grew up. It was kind of like everybody knew each other. We all had our little community, you know, that kind of thing. And um, and it was definitely I feel like it's definitely made me the person that I am today. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Ooh. Um, oh, goodness. I could go funny, but like, <laughs> um, I'll try and be like honest because she's she's one of my she's my number one fan. So uh, I, I guess I'll say sweet. I think sweet. that's I think that'd probably be like one of the things she'd say. It's a fun mom term. Yeah. Give me a fun fact. What's one thing people would not expect about Mary Mauser? Oh, no. Uh, I've I've been pretty open about this, but I feel like a lot of people don't know it about me. Um, I'm obsessed with fake banana flavor. Really? Yes, I know, which is like so weird. Everyone so hates weird. That's fake fun, banana. Yeah. That's like a really fun, fun fact. <laughs> Everyone like hates it. And like, I know all this like history about it. Like it's okay. based on this, like, I guess, extinct kind of banana. But in reality, like that's what people thought it was based on. But I guess truly it's based on this like British pear flavor. But when they brought it over to America, they were like, nobody's going to know what this specific kind of pear is in candy. So we'll just call it banana. And so it's like, that's how banana flavor candy came to be. Which I what think do you is crazy. Eat that's banana flavor. Like, where like do you... banana laffy taffy, okay. those little like hard banana yeah. candies that are in the, the run. I know the hard banana candies. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. There's I, anything I can get my hands on for my 21st birthday. All I wanted. I was like, look, I don't want to get drunk. I don't want to like really go crazy. I just want a sip of banana bread beer because it's supposed oh to taste God. like banana laffy taffy. Uh... And it did. It tasted really great. <laughs> that's what I got for my birthday. <laughs> what is your drink of choice? Um... Um, honestly, I think it's whatever they call it, like the skinny girl drink or whatever, but it's like a Uh, vodka soda with lime. Lime. Yep. I I do that with lemon though. 
Do you? I, I don't like oh. lime with my vodka. Interesting. I've never tried it with lemon. Might be something to try. Last question, which okay. is my favorite question to ask people. If you had to be reincarnated Ooh. as a Kardashian, oh my God. which one would it be? Oh, I my always goodness. love asking that question because I see people, they're like, oh, if I had to be reincarnated. Yeah. And then it's like, as a Kardashian, they're always just like so thrown. Yes. Um. Oh my goodness. Like, okay. I'll talk you through my thought process here. So like, I'm thinking Kim mm-hmm. because I'm thinking like, I mean, then you're like, you know, head Everything. of the empire basically. Yeah. Right. But then like, I'm also thinking like Kylie, cause I feel like she like has like makeup line and like, it's doing her own thing kind of, it's like almost separate from that whole, like world that they're living in which i think is interesting but then i'm also thinking kendall because she kind of like to me is most representative of me which is like stays out of trouble essentially like she kind of like stay i feel like you know i don't hear about her as much anymore i feel like she kind of is like she's doing interesting things but then at the same time like she's like more chill i don't know i don't know so i feel like maybe all three um (laughs) probably kylie kylie yeah yeah She's the most popular choice. I think everyone yeah. knows her now. Right. Like, you know Kim if, like, you grew up with Keeping Up with the Kardashians right. and, like, have have uh, followed them. Or you know the name. But I think mm-hmm. people know Kylie now. I mean, she's dating Travis Scott. She yes. has a baby. Yeah, she has, yeah. like, uh-huh. the Forbes, what is it, youngest yes. made billionaire. Yeah. That like, was props crazy. Props to you, Kylie. You go. <laughs> so, Mary, I do have to tell you. Okay. I used to watch Body of Proof. Did and you? I used to love that show. Oh, that's so cool. I was so sad when they took it off the air. Oh, man. That, that's awesome. But that is a throwback for that me. That is a throwback. <laughs> it was with Dana Delaney. And yes. she was um, a coroner, right? Yeah, she was a medical examiner. Medical examiner. And she uh, she solved the crimes behind the murders. She like was kind of had that like Sherlocky like genius to yeah. her where she would like see the body and like figure it out. And she like would solve the crimes behind them, which I thought was super cool. Because I used to love it. I'm a big fan of all things like gory and creepy and gross yeah so my favorite thing about that was like i got to work in the same building where there was like a fake like um <laughs> what's it called uh with like all the drawers you know what i'm talking about yes yes i don't know what it's called like but like the cold room where they yeah. keep the bodies sounds super creepy but like i thought it was super cool <laughs> i tried climbing into them one time and they were like mm, these are built as props please don't do that uh, <laughs> how is she to work with i love dana Delaney. she's amazing um she was definitely like that was like a very like formative part of my life that i worked on that show i mean i think i did the pilot at like age 13 and i think i rewrapped the show when i was like 16 yeah so that whole like era of my life was very like you know you're a teenager and you're awkward and you don't really know where like you fit in but she was she was so awesome she treated me like an adult which was super fun especially being like 13 she was just kind of like very open and honest and she's so professional and so incredible at what she does like i really admire her and i really enjoyed so much getting to like learn from her at that like point in my life and i feel like i've tried to incorporate things that i've seen from her and that professionalism and that environment that she created like i've definitely i want to emulate that at at points in my life i was so sad that it ended with like a cliffhanger and i was like well (laughs) i don't know what happened i guess then it's like you know you get to come up with your own what what happened (sighs) there's no fun in that yeah (laughs) hey i would have been happy to go on that show for many many more years i think uh, a lot of the people would have been it was such a great um like group of people i i like i said i was a teenager on that show but like it was like family like like wendell who has passed away and and jeffrey they were like they called themselves like my big brothers and um gave me a lot of crap when i had a crush on a boy and like Uh. it was like it was just a big like family like atmosphere that was really cool 
So you were a teenager playing a teenager then. Yes. <laughs> now you are no longer a teenager, but you're still playing a teenager oh, on yes. Cobra Kai. And I think that will be happening for a while to come. <laughs> what is the difference between actually understand, like living through it and uh-huh. then now having to play a, a character that's younger and back in high school? What's so annoying is I remember when I was auditioning for like teenager roles when I was a teenager and yeah. they kept going to the 20 year olds and I'd yeah. be like, oh, this is so annoying. Like that doesn't make sense. They're not real teenagers. <laughs> But then, like, in a way, I know people hate it, but in a way, like, I feel like I play a better teenager now than I did when I was a teenager, because when I was truly a teenager, I was embarrassed all the time, I was anxious, I was nervous, I was all of those, like, awkward, like, phases in my life, like, teenager things. But I wasn't able to have the, like, wherewithal, the, like, the, like, hindsight to be able to see that and be like, oh, that's honestly what it's like to be a teenager and like at the time i'm just i was caught up in my own world as you are when you're a teenager and then now looking back on it i can be like oh these are things i wish i had known then and these are things that i wish i had been able to represent then and these are things i wish somebody had told me and so i try to like represent that now playing a teenager that 15 year old me could have watched and looked up to yeah I like that. Congrats on the season three pickup. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are already back for I mean, season two just came out like at the end of April. Yes. And now it's <laughs> early May and you guys are already picked up for a third season. Are you ready? I am so ready. I, I We like when we were leaving season two, I think everybody had like a good feeling, but like you never know. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it was like we were all like hugging each other. Like I think I'll see you soon. I hope I'll see yeah. you soon. And then it was kind of like we were all like like everybody else but me seemed to be pretty chill about it i was like waiting on pins and needles and then as soon as i got the call i was like i i definitely like i celebrated pretty hard i i'm i i had myself a little dance party in my car as you should <laughs> i mean were you expecting the show doing it after the first season to be so popular and to have this new cult following that it's gained again i i don't think i was like part of me like i've said like i i really felt like i was like we were part of something special and I felt like we were making something really cool that people were going to really enjoy. I just didn't expect the variety of people that enjoyed it. I didn't expect critics to enjoy it as much as they did. I I didn't expect a younger audience to come in, like all these things. Like now I feel like it's, I going into season two, I was like, I just don't want to let those people down. So that was, and I feel like we've gotten pretty like positive responses on season two and which is super cool. And so now going into season three, I definitely feel like, I'm 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 less nervous and more like excited to to see what's around the corner. It's interesting because I feel like with shows, like you either win over the fans or you win over the critics, yeah. but it's rare that you win over both. And <laughs> you guys like have successfully pulled that off. This and we've crazy. seen so many shows that have come back that are, you know, in the reboot phase and some of mm-hmm. them have been su- successful and some of them haven't been. But to really come back and nail it the way that you guys have is is really impressive. So congrats on that. Thank you. Was there any like initial anxiety with having to play like the OG karate kid, <laughs> Ralph Mac- Macchiato's daughter? um i was definitely nervous um there was i mean there's no getting around that like how do you like how how do you like take on that legacy of like being the karate kids kid yeah like that's so like intimidating i also just realized i called him ralph macchiato which is like a caramel (laughs) macchiato from starbucks it's ralph macchio 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 yeah i I nailed it the last time (laughs) and i know his name and only like right now i'm like questioning myself it's 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 fine i think uh i think it's champagne membrane one of our actors um dude plays dimitri uh gianni uh i believe that he made a mug or something for ralph that said like ralph macchiato on it or something like that um so i think that's common common slip up there but um but no i mean he's just so kind and amazing as a person that i was i was definitely 
really intimidated going into it, but he welcomed me with open arms and it's been just like a really cool, really uh, like highly pressured, but like not in the, like you don't feel it. Like there's a lot of pressure there, but you don't feel it on a day-to-day basis. It's only really when I like sit down and think about it. I'm like, Oh my God, I hope I'm making everyone happy. (laughs) I hope no one's disappointed in what the karate kids kid looks like. So who do you think is best for Sam? Are you team Miguel or team Robbie? Oh man. I don't know if I can pick one of the two because, like, as Samantha, yeah, she's so, so twisted up right now. Like, yeah. where we leave her at the end of season two, like, she's all kinds of confused and all kinds of messed up. And I have really no idea where the writers are going to take that, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, and they, you know, are welcome to, to input and stuff. So I definitely will be, like, talking about that. And I'm, you know, really excited to get into those conversations. Me, Mary... I feel like it kind of depends on where Samantha goes. Like, Robbie was so good for her this season because he was everything that Miguel wasn't, wasn't. anymore. And, you know, Miguel had gone so different, like, down such a different path. But, like, for her, like, Robbie was everything that she needed. He was balance. He was the other half to her balance board and the thing that kept her kind of, like, centered. But then right. as as Miguel and as Tori come back into her life and as she gets more and more confused and spirals out that way it's like maybe that won't help balance her but at the same time is miguel the answer because unless he we don't know where he ends off at season two and also like we don't know where who he was you know when he made that decision to to put down robbie's arm we don't know like where that came from and like all that kind of stuff so it's like i i really don't know what to say i know miguel was amazing for samantha in first season because like he was representative of everything that she needed at that time to help pull her away from this like stupid silly like popular girl thing that she thought she needed and he helped show her that like being a true and honest kind person is you know and having that real connection with someone is so much more important i honest i i I gave the longest answer with that i'm so sorry (laughs) but you know what i mean okay (laughs) yes and i think like you can't go back to your ex like you when you like you said it perfectly that person feels what your needs are at that time. And mm-hmm. then the next relationship feels where you are at the next time, next point in time. And then you just keep moving forward. I actually had a dream last night that I think that I just remembered right the second where I was reading a script where Samantha was about to start dating Mike Barnes's son from the original Karate oh. Kid. That was just a dream, guys. It has nothing to do with anything. But I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to see or where would you like to see Sam's character go in the third season? Um, I think I definitely am excited to see her learn from the mistakes she made at the end of season two. She definitely went off the rails, you know, and, and in a way where she's trying to do it for good reasons. Yeah. And she's trying to defend herself, trying to defend her honor, trying to defend, you know, the people that she cares about. And, you know, and she there's all these things that Tori represents that she just can't stand. And this I think she you know, went in a bad direction, but not necessarily for bad reasons or in a bad way. It's just like, how do you find your way back from that, back to that place of balance? Like, I'm excited to see whether or not she continues karate. I'm excited to see whether or not she pursues any relationships. I'm excited to see whether or not she, you know, how she finds herself again and how she like finds that balance and like what that means for her relationship with her dad, because it had become so intertwined with karate. And now like, where does she stand? And you imagine if she, the OG Karate Kid's daughter is like, no, I don't want to do karate anymore. I know. I'm hoping not because I love the karate aspect to yeah. me, Mary. So I'm, you, did you take karate lessons growing up? I didn't. Um, I took one Taekwondo class and the instructor told me that I had to make key eyes when I 
punched, which is where mm. you like yell, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it scared the absolute crap out of me and I never went back. <laughs> um, but I have since completely fallen in love with the martial arts aspect of the yeah. show. Do you do it outside of the show too? Yeah, actually, in order to get ready for season two, they kind of gave me a heads up. They were like, hey, like time to start training. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. So I went and got myself into Muay Thai and kickboxing classes. Okay. And I was doing that like, I got up to like five times a week. Like I loved it. And nice. I, like, it was like, it was so much fun. And then we went into a month of official training. Then we started shooting and we did all the, you know, choreographed, like all the fights and everything that we had going on all season. So by the end of it, um, I'm actually currently in physical therapy, recovering from a couple oh, of no. injuries <laughs> that I caused myself by oh, being my silly. Um, but but uh, after that, yes, I will be back in the gym. <laughs> Well, you get to now, like, binge watch YouTube premium shows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I get to hang out at home, watch lots of YouTube, and uh, and do all of my physical therapy exercises, which is mostly just, like, me moving my ankle in four different directions with a piece of, like, elastic band on it. I love it. <laughs> Super fun. I love it. Guys, season two is streaming now on YouTube. It's a YouTube original series, and it's streaming now on YouTube premium, so go catch season two. So, Mary, I hear that you... Sorry, your boyfriend and I have something in common. Oh, yeah. And that's this obsession with Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) He's going to be so... I don't know what he's going to say when he finds out that I outed him. Yes, he is a Vanderpump fan, big time. Like, he is invested. He knows all the names. He knows all the drama. He even can, like, tell me, like, the the lineage of, like, of, oh, this person used to date this person. Mm-hmm. Then they cheated on them, and then they dated this person just to get back at them. And then they, and he's like, <laughs> he knows all of it. <laughs> and that's a lot to keep up with. You have yes, to be, like, is. a real... Oh, my God. I love it. Um, <laughs> so he goes to the restaurants and everything. Yes. We, uh, we, we've gone to Sir a couple of times. First of all, they have these, like, Fried goat cheese ball the goat things. Cheese balls. They're Those so are iconic good. They're on the show. So really? So I don't watch the show. See, so I need. I don't know the. I don't know the deets, but everybody that goes like knows they have to eat the goat cheese balls. That's so funny. So I just like I guess did it as a surprise for his birthday, and I just like didn't tell him where we were going, and then we got there, and he was like, Oh my god! And he just like instantly was just like fanboy. He was like looking around. He's like, If I see anyone, I have to like take a picture of them. I'm like, for what? Like, you live in California. Like, this is not, like, abnormal to see people that you see on TV in real life. Like, calm down. He was, but no, he was on a different planet. Oh, my God, I love (laughs) it. Are there any shows that you really like that you force him to watch with you? Um, Ooh, let me think. Yes. Uh, I'm really into Sabrina right now. Oh, and, but that's But he good. does not like horror stuff. Mm. He doesn't like horror. He this doesn't like gore. Yeah. And he doesn't like, he doesn't like any of the, like, like, um, like creepy spiritual aspects of anything like he's just that's just so not his thing so uh he definitely he he powers through it's usually like when i'm eating food i'm like please can we watch like one episode while we eat and he's like fine and uh but uh we we, we take turns we're fair <laughs> i love it he makes you watch vanderpump rules though. yes yes i have watched a few episodes but it's always like completely out of order so honestly yeah. i understand nothing but i can recognize some people's faces yeah yeah because the drama <laughs> is always like so wild yes like, keeping up with it <laughs> It's so funny. I love Vanderpump. I feel like I need to have a Vanderpump party. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, so I asked the guys. We had Sholo, we had Jacob, and we had Tanner in studio recently. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them to categorize each of your different cast members. Ooh. And so now you're going to have to do the same. Oh, man. I wish I knew their answers beforehand. I'll okay. tell you their All answers right. afterwards. All right, okay. So um, who would you say is the most most athletic on set? Tanner. Tanner. Mm-hmm. I think he got that answer too. Most likely to forget their lines. Um ooh. Ooh. Uh maybe 
Tanner. I don't know. I don't work with the Cobra Kai side much, but I would, I would, based on Jacob's personality, I feel like he's so all over the place. And so like, he's like doing 10 things at once. Maybe him. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Biggest flirt on set. Oh man. Tanner doesn't even try to flirt with anyone, <laughs> but like everyone's just like, he's adorable. Like, how do you not just like, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd maybe Tanner. Do you think he's the it boy of the show right now? I feel like he is. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, I don't know. I, 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 but that's also, I'm biased. I work on the Miyagi-Do side of the show, so. Do you think that that's why people are so pro Miguel and Sam is because they want Tanner's character off for themselves? <laughs> that is a good theory. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring that up to Tanner. <laughs> Who's the biggest goofball on set? Uh, probably Jacob or Sholo. Yeah. The two of them together is just crazy. I mean, it was... <laughs> You're like, I know. <laughs> I kept telling him, like, I feel like I'm in a frat house right now. I feel like I need to do a beer keg. Um, most professional on set. Like, who just always has their shit together? Out of all the kids or, like, out of everybody? Out of everybody. Out of everybody? I mean, Ralph and Billy both are just always, like, just, I really look up to both of their work ethics. Like, they just always have their stuff together. They're yeah. always, you know, on it. And I really try my best to also be very, very professional. So I would hope maybe somebody would vote me. But, like... I definitely, like, admire them, and I try to emulate that. Who do you think is most likely to be the next Mr. Miyagi? Ooh. I've always said that Amanda's character is, like, the Miyagi, and that's I, – I've definitely heard that from, like, a lot of, like, fan theories, and I think maybe even from the guys. But, like, I feel like she is, like, Daniel's compass. Yeah. Um. So I feel like in the wisdom aspect, Amanda, in my opinion, although she, like, dishes it with, like, a little side of sarcasm. Um, but I think, like, training-wise, I mean, you, my answer is going to be Ralph. <laughs> they all, all the guys said you would be the next Mr. Miyagi. What? Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm hoping they're not just picturing me with, like, a little goatee and, like, <laughs> going bald, but, like... Sure, I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> we can see Sam. Yeah, she's going to be taken over. So who would you rather be in a karate showdown with? Ooh. Billy mm -hmm. or Ralph? Hmm. In real life. In real life. In real life. So not your characters. Ralph. Ralph. Yes. Why Ralph? Um, I feel like Billy's a wild card, mm. for one thing. Um, I feel like, I mean, he also, like is a black belt, I think, and, like, trained, like, crazy. But also Ralph, because, like, I feel like I know him at this point. Like, I know him well enough to be, like, to, like, keep up with, like, maybe what he's doing. I don't know. I, in my mind, he and I would be, like, really cool. Like, you know, he definitely would win, but, like, maybe I could keep up with him for a little while. <laughs> All the guys voted for Billy. Really? Yeah. The only one that struggled with it for a minute was Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, yeah, of course. But he ended up going with Billy in the end. <laughs> That's so funny. So I have a fun segment called Help Them Get Their Shit Together. Okay. So I pulled this scenario from the show, and this is when, at the top of the season, we see Sam block Miguel. Oh, yes. So are you, how do you get over a breakup, and are you pro-blocking or anti-blocking on social media? I think that it's silly that social media is, like, reflective of the way you feel about a person, in the mm. sense that, like, I use the blocking feature. I do. But it's not because I'm like, ew, like forget this person or like i don't ever want to see them again or yeah. like i'm not doing it to be petty but like i do it because i'm like i don't need that in my life yeah. like i expect you to block me too and i'm not going to be offended by it i'm not going to be hurt by yeah. it like at the end of the day like i know it's different for samantha and miguel because they're also in a different like age group than i am yeah so like it also like i think means something different and it's much more like considered much more serious and it is in my age too i feel like but like for me personally 
I think that like if you want to block somebody, you should block them. It's not mean. It's not cruel. It's not rude. At the end of the day, it's just I don't want to see your face yeah. on my Instagram feed all the time. And I shouldn't feel guilty about that because like we're not it's not like we're like still keeping our lunch dates. Yeah. We've broken up. We're not yeah. like seeing each other every single week just to sit there and be miserable, which is what I think it is. If you continue to follow that person, you're just doing it to like sit there and make yourself miserable. Exactly. See, that's the thing that for me, because I'm very pro block. Yeah. But I think it, it also, you have to like uh, be mindful of the intention behind why you're right. blocking or unfollowing somebody. If it's to be like, I'm going to unfollow you because, you know, I want to send a message. Yeah. Like, that's one thing. But I think like if somebody, especially if it's an ex, like if you want to move on, why do you want to see them constantly yeah. in your newsfeed every day? Like, I think move on. I mean, maybe there'll come a point where you can be friends and you can follow each other again and, you know, whatever. Right. But I think. If you need to get somebody that is unhealthy for yourself on social media out of your life, then, like, do it. I'm totally okay. pro-blocking. Okay, so I have another one. Okay. This one comes from Vanderpump Rules, though. Ooh, which okay. is normally where I pull these. Okay. And so this is Raquel and James. So okay. James is the biggest douche on the show. Okay. Nobody likes him. Everybody at the reunion right now is just, like, totally hating on him. Ooh. So they're also totally hating on his girlfriend, Raquel, because she basically defends his behavior. But at the same time, is like, but why don't you guys want to be my friends? And so they're like, mm. because you're defending his awful behavior instead of checking your man. Do you mm-hmm. think it's her responsibility to keep her boyfriend in check? Or do you think the group of friends should kind of let her come around because she's a different person and you can't hold her to the standards of her boyfriend? I feel like I try to be very careful of the people I keep in my life because I think it's very reflective of who you are as a person. Mm. I definitely have some friends that like don't align themselves with exactly the same things that I believe in. But, like, then I keep boundaries with that. Or I'm able to say, like, yeah, I don't support that. But, like, you know, I also love them as a person. And they have all these other qualities. I think it's not her job to keep anybody in check. I do not like that about relationships. I do not like feeling like it is anyone's responsibility to be responsible for another grown adult. Like, that is a grown adult. They Mm -hmm. can handle themselves. They are responsible for their own mistakes and problems. But you also have the full right, I think, to say... Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, they really messed up. So, like, my thought would be, like, if she can own up to the fact that and not be insulting, but just say, like, I don't agree with the thing he did. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry that he was a jerk or whatever it is. Like, but, and I don't agree with that. Can we be friends separately? I feel like she shouldn't be, like, necessarily tied to him in that sense. But then at the same, if if she has the ability to say, like, I disagree with these things. I don't know. Yeah. That's maybe I mean, yeah, I think it comes to it comes down to like whether or not you're defending the behavior. Right. And if you defend the behavior, I get it. That's your man. But if he's wrong, he's wrong. Yes. Yes. So, I don't think anyone should be defended like exclusively, like just unconditionally. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you you play a teenager mm-hmm. on Cobra Kai, if you could go back to your teenage self, what advice would you give younger Mary? Um. Oh, man. Honestly, my serious advice for myself at that at any point in my teenage years would probably be just it's not as bad as you think it is. And it's not as serious as you think it is, because I feel like that was a thing. And I feel like everyone does that when you're a teenager. Everything is the end of the world. Yeah. But then that also comes to points of like, you know, of social media, of not booking a certain role, because for me, that was part of my adolescence was acting. And so not booking a certain role and somebody else getting it or, you know, or just my friends being mean to me for one day or whatever it was, like just saying something obnoxious or whatever, like all those things, like it's not that serious. Like there is so much more going on in the world, so much more going on around you and you have such a long future ahead of you. Like you're literally going to forget all these instances in less than six months. Yeah. So I wish I wish I could have given myself some idea of the scope of the world and just in because people say that like 
like don't like oh you like people are suffering people are like doing so much worse than you and i completely agree with that but at the same time i'm not even saying that kind of thing just to give myself a scope of my own world and my own yeah. future and how this was like one little blip yeah like this is a blip it will be over very fast and it felt like the whole world yeah totally right it feels like everything at that age is just like it's the end of the world yeah. everything and it sounds silly and cliche but it's so true and honest to how i it felt really at the time is. It really is. Uh, thank you so much, Mary. Where can people go to follow you and keep up with all all your your Instagrams and your fun YouTube videos? <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I have started making YouTube videos, so I have my own channel, and that's under my name, Mary Mauser. And uh, other than that, I have Instagram, which is the main one I keep up with, which is at Miss Mary M Mauser. I love it. And you guys can watch season two of the YouTube original series, Cobra Kai, which is streaming now on YouTube Premium. And get ready because season three is coming back very soon. Well, <laughs> yes. it's coming back at some point. It's coming I back at some point. Yeah. But, you know, just spend your time rewatching seasons one and two. And uh, I've got some Cobra Kai themed videos on my YouTube channel. If you're really missing it, you can go check in on that. <laughs> yes. And you can binge watch the first two seasons right now. Yes, definitely. Please so do. If you don't have anything to watch this weekend, now you do. <laughs> Cobra Kai on YouTube Premium. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach to keep up with me. And again, don't miss the new season of the YouTube original series, Cobra Kai, which stars the original Karate Kid cast members and these new fun ones like Sholo and Mary and Tanner and Jacob. See, I remembered everybody's name right now. <laughs> Look at that. That is That is called Champagne Brain that has now come no i lost it <laughs> follow me at just plain zag thank you for listening to hashtag no filter with zag peter every wednesday on itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, all the places go give us a five-star review because i love them and i need your validation because i'm a millennial on social media in this world thank you guys for listening and i'll talk to you later bye 